Moving forward again. Won't take long for this one to go bad. We're up to September 6th, 2014 right now. Let's continue down the road of self-hatred and regret, shall we? Some things had begun to change between Tenchi and I. At some point during the six months of hell, near the end of it, I'm sure, she had admitted to me that she was a submissive and wanted me to be her dumb. I agreed thinking I knew what I needed to do. I didn't. And I never learned how to. We had both joined a website called FetLife. Basically a much more adult version of Facebook. After Brandy, one of the first things that Ash did was she began talking to another Dom on there. I believe I remember her saying she wanted to see if she could develop feelings for someone else. I may be wrong about that, however. Once I realized that the person did not live in another state, like his profile said, but a mere 25 or so miles away, I panicked and put a stop to it. Caused another fight, but Ash did relent. I think she was a little creeped out that he was so close as well. Fast forward a few weeks. I was still trying on an almost daily basis to fix everything I could with Ash. She still had trouble believing that it was actually over. I didn't blame her. I was finally given a chance to prove it when Brandy decided to come up to my job and wait for me to get off work. As soon as I saw her car in the parking lot, I immediately began recording her being there. Recorded me leaving driving away without talking to her and I sent a dash maybe it helped it probably didn't 
much damage has been done to rectify it so easily. Around this time is when my court process had started for my felony. <laughs> Committed a felony and cheated on my girlfriend in one year. a fucking winner. Court process is a, is a slow one, especially for a felony. If your first few months, nothing really happened. It got postponed by one side or the other. Time and time again. Fast forward a few months. January 2015. New Year. Fresh start to make it right. Chance to make 2014 disappear behind us. So I thought. I had put in my two week notice at National Rentdown and started a new job with a warehouse. Higher pay, weekly paychecks, a chance to get hired onto the company and get some of the best insurance benefits I've ever seen. When I started this job, I met my now little brother, Colby. I absolutely love that guy like my own brother. When we met, we hit it off immediately. Just absolutely identical tastes in music and video games our nerd lore was identical, our sense of humor never met a friend so fast in my life very early on in our friendship we talked to each other about our problems with our mutual girlfriend I won't get into his problems right now. I may do an episode about my friends. Anyway, while talking to him, he made me feel that if I was unhappy enough to cheat and was already growing weary of trying to fix it, just Five short months later, I should leave Ash. <laughs> this was way before he met Ash. She and him love each other now, and he's even told me that 
if I would have described how amazingly cool and sweet Ash was, he would have smacked me upside the head instead of suggesting instead of suggesting that I leave. At the time, however, I thought maybe he was right. I was scared to do it though. I dreaded being single. I was petrified. Something inside my brain snapped. I absolutely needed to find someone to be with immediately. where it gets really bad. Ash had a co-worker she had worked with for a few months now. Her name was Larissa. I had seen her a few times. And Asha talked to me about her. The girl is really cute. At the time, though, I became obsessed with her. to leave Ash and be with her friend and co-worker. I hate myself so much for all the things that I ever did there. began obsessing over her, I, a fucking gin, did not talk to Ash about it, I didn't include her in my problems, I went so far as to search for her profile on FetLife, to Ash about it, but I talked with Colby and my friend Jay about the whole situation. Nothing helped, though. So I finally talked to Ash about it. Six months. Maybe. After. After the whole Brandy situation, it ended. And this is what I fucking threw at her. 
while discussing it with her, I said one of the most insensitive, hurtful, and damaging things of our entire relationship. I said to her face, not through a text or a phone call, right into her eyes. There are girls who look like her and act like you. disorder was at the time, I absolutely deserve to suffer and burn for that comment. It went through ash like a jagged and rusty knife. She never let that sentence go. day or two later, while she was at work, Larissa asked her what was wrong. Ash told her that I was obsessed with one of her friends. She didn't tell Larissa it was her, but she still knew. Once Larissa found out and let her boyfriend know, yeah, she had a boyfriend at the time. My delusional disorder is rather powerful. I got a rather nasty message on Facebook from her boyfriend. Can't blame him. I didn't blame him. I agreed with him. I acknowledged I was out of line. I apologized to him and Larissa. My delusion was fading. Panic was setting in, however. for sure I had lost my tenchi this time. A few days later, while picking Ash up from work, Larissa laid into me, screaming about how despicable and disgusting I was. Again, can't blame her. And I didn't. Their friendship didn't really survive the whole incident.
I think they're still friends on Facebook. But to this day, I don't think they really speak. February 2015 Barely two and a half years into this relationship And I had cheated Obsessed over her friend Cost her several friendships Some she had had for years Lost five jobs and committed a felony. And believe it or not, there's rougher seas to come. Ash had begun employing a new coping mechanism when she couldn't handle our fights anymore. She just began leaving. She can't drive. So she would just walk. Hoping to get hurt or lost or worse. and followed her even if I was the one to cause her heartache or anxiety or depression panic attacks I've always tried to be the one to comfort her and try to calm her down Suppose I was a rose with the most mind-fucking thorns. Cause the pain and try to heal it later. Had to be an incredibly confusing emotional whiplash. served so much better than me. She walked out one night. I didn't follow her right away. I didn't feel I had the right. Thought for sure my relationship was over anyway. This was early March, maybe. It's still cold out. She ended up calling me about 10 or 15 minutes later. She was scared and cold. She was crying her eyes out. 
I walked to her and wrapped my hoodie around her. And we talked for over an hour. Froze my ass off. Gave our relationship a new angle. The Dom Sod mechanic was still in play. Even though it was a fucking joke at the time. I didn't give her anything to submit to. She had no Dom. She had a piece of shit who just wanted a title. However, we were going to try something different. Ash had been calling me daddy for a while. Whenever she wasn't completely sick of looking at me and borderline suicidal because of what I put her through. I asked her about it and I asked if she was something, if it was something more than just a title to her. If she wanted an actual daddy, she did. So we agreed to give this a shot. It is called DDLG. Daddy Dom, little girl. And every bit of knowledge that I have and anything that I have to say about the subject has been learned way after the fact. I didn't educate myself on this matter when I should have. A DDLG relationship is used to emulate the relationship between a father and a daughter to an extent. Caring for her, coddling her, protecting her, guarding her, raising her, teaching her, setting an example, giving her order, treating her as if she was an actual little girl. Rewards, punishments, dressing her, bathing her, feeding her, tucking her in, buying her stuffed animals. Everything. In turn, the daddy has a completely happy and obedient loyal partner and 
happens, this next part is where I fucked it up completely. It is not a sex thing. It is not used to perpetuate incestuous relationships. The daddy is the caregiver, the rock, the provider, the protector, the counselor, the teacher, the dominant force. That doesn't mean you dominate her. You just become such a dominating force in her life, just like a little girl would view her father with respect, with awe, and with love. In turn, the little one provides everything she can to make the daddy happy. The daddy is supposed to derive pleasure and happiness just from seeing his little girl so happy. (laughs) And I fucked it up so badly. (laughs) My ability to be a father to my own children was about to get shattered let alone my ability to be a daddy, Don. I'm sorry, Tenshi. Fast forward again. Two months. May 17th, 2015. My court case finally ended. Guilty plea for felony theft. Plea bargain was for one year of non-reporting probation. Restitution and court fees. The job I had at the time, the best one I ever had, has a no felon policy. I was safe since I was already hired but I worked through a temp agency. Eventually, I would be hired on through the actual company, and they would run another background check. So I decided, for once in my pathetic excuse for life, be honest and upfront about it. And I was fired the next day. 
It hit me then. How damning this conviction was going to be. I fell apart. I had another instance of wanting Ash to leave me to find someone better. She didn't. She was always better to me than I ever deserved. Fast forward again. Let's go four months. My memory starts to become hazy because after my felony conviction hit, my life is a great big blur of depression and self-hatred. September 2015, three years in. During this time, my depression began to manifest and compound on top of everything else in my life. I don't even remember the order of jobs anymore. I know I worked at McDonald's for a while. Hated myself beyond comprehension when I did. Couldn't look at myself in the mirror without screaming the word failure inside my head. I believe in September I was working for a warehouse that didn't do background checks. I also believe it was during this time that Ash had a co-worker who had begun to flirt with her. Think about Ash, however. She is incredibly naive. She doesn't believe she is attractive, so she doesn't notice when someone flirts with her. I don't know what made me look through her phone, but once I did and saw the messages, I snapped. Cheater's guilt had set in hardcore. She said she would handle it and got angry at me for not trusting her. can't blame her. She never gave me a reason to not trust her. My own insecurities, delusions, panic, and actions cause all of my mistrust. DDLG relationship 
had progressed at the slowest snail's pace. She knew what she wanted from the relationship. However, she wanted me, as the daddy, to do my research and figure out how to deliver what she wanted. I didn't drag my feet, got distracted by my own depression, wasn't strong enough to fight through it and do what needed to be done. Then she had found a new job. casino hell of a pay raise <sighs> had gotten helped acquiring this job by a friend of her ex-husband's no warning signs yet It was far too early for those. They would come though. Fast forward a month. I had gotten injured at the warehouse. Put me out of work for 10 days. Put my arm in a sling. Ash had already served her two week notice from the hotel, but was still waiting for her background check to clear so she could start at the casino. So there was a week where neither of us worked. Tenchi's depression flared up pretty bad. She wanted to work. She feels useless if she's not working. I got cleared by my doctor to go back to light duty. But she wanted me to stay home with her. So I did. They offered me light duty. I refused it. Lost the job. Depression creeped up higher. World got a little darker. Fast forward again. Maybe four months. February 2016. After the warehouse, I got a job at a local grocery store. It wasn't a terrible job, but the pay was atrocious and the hours were pathetic. 
my self-esteem began to bottom out. Just let's throw one more instance of how much of a piece of shit I was to this amazing angel. I met a girl at Schnucks. Her name was Kirsten. Very pretty. Similar sense of humor. Similar taste in video games. I began talking with her. Only while at work at first. However, I had learned my lesson, finally, and did include Ash. Just this one time, though. Told her I had a crush on my coworker. Promised it was harmless. And at first, it was. I didn't want to fuck her. Didn't want to be with her. I liked looking at her. And I made the obscenely stupid decision to phrase it as I want to see her naked. Again, cut ash like a jagged rusty knife. Fast forward again, two months. Ash got switched off of her meds. The new one she was on was absolutely terrible for her. She became incredibly sensitive and unstable. As a response to the growing friendship between Kirsten and myself, she proposed an open relationship, but only on my side. Said I deserved a girl who looked better than she did at my side. killed me. I couldn't stand to see her that way. A few weeks later, I lost my temper at work and lost the job at the grocery store. And I pretty much quit talking to Kirsten. Pretty much. <laughs> Not quite done fucking up just yet. Ash got her meds switched again, and she became to stabilize. 
we're up to May 2016 and we were about to get the best news a couple can get took a job with Jimmy John's didn't last too terribly long I know I'm smart and I know I can do hard work when I have a minimum wage job making part-time hours I just I don't have the patience for it I feel like it's beneath me it's demeaning That being said, I went from Jimmy John's to Pizza Hut. Second time with Pizza Hut. Very first job I ever had was Pizza Hut in Jerseyville. Now I'm working at Pizza Hut in Wood River, delivering pizzas. Pizza delivery is a surprisingly well-paying job. I left it, however, after about two months to go to a warehouse with Colby. Lasted, oh, six days. My depression had almost peaked. Finding employment with a felony especially one for theft, is agonizing. Willingly walking away from that employment is incomprehensibly stupid. July 2016. Ash took a pregnancy test. It was positive. I couldn't believe it. A chance to start fresh. Again. A chance to finally bring our family together. That positive test meant a million things to me. Foremost among them, it gave me another chance to have a family. A chance to provide and support. A chance to make a promise and keep it. A chance at redemption. I vigorously looked for a new job. A good one. One to provide what my family would need. Found one at another warehouse. With Colby. Overnight shifts, 
decent pay. Easy work. No females. <laughs> it was to be my new career. My fresh start. The best beginning of the rest of my life. I promised my Tenchi to make the next 60 years so good that the past three would be a minor speed bump on our journey together. And oh, how quickly it unraveled. I'm going to leave this recording here. Four years down. The last one and a half are next. All of the lessons to take away from the stories about my Tenchi will be in the next episode. Until then, thanks for listening. I'll see you soon.